It's a bad advice show. Good afternoon. Good night. Good morning. The World Cup is over, or almost over. It's over for England. Hey, take that, England. Speaking of England, put your hands together. Battling out of the left corner, wearing the Brazilian colors. Put your hands together for Sir Rome Russell, everybody. Actually, I think I will be wearing uh, the Jamaican colors should they ever qualify. Oh, you just ruined my Mel intro. I was going to give Mel oh. the Jamaican colors. <laughs> you got to get for No, you got to get for Haiti. Trust Haiti. me, I've, I've earned the Jamaican colors. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done the work. <laughs> Battling out of Bob Marley's basement with B patties that she earned. Put your hands together for New Orleans Queen. Mel, everybody. Listen. <laughs> I work for that extra gravy on my oxtail. Mill is the only person they don't give ad to when you come in, sister. You've been through it. You've been through it. You're oh, right. Sell oh, it on me. Oh man, they uh this World Cup is almost over, which I'm very sad about because the day drinking is gonna stop pretty soon. If you guys mm-hmm. haven't noticed, it's gonna it's gonna go down because most bars are open for the World Cup and they're opening extremely early around the country and around the world. Yeah, that's that funny ass time offset. Bars are opening at six or seven o'clock in the morning so you can watch matches. It's been going on for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that reminds me, next World Cup, I'm planning on owning a sports bar or a saloon or something because this is insane. I need to capitalize on this. Oh, you gotta get that money. Mhm. Mhm. Because folks are drinking and spend. If you could make, if you could sell liquor and then sell little tiny flags, oh, oh, you're putting you're putting kids through school that don't even belong to you. Mel, Sarone, why do we do this every week? We come up with these brilliant business ideas. <laughs> it's racism, Gordon. We just ain't got the capital. We got the minds. I think someone at Shark Tank is literally listening to us every episode and just going, mm, mm, an RV for one. weddings. <laughs> Mark Cuban is still on our ideas. I believe every it. morning. I believe every it. morning he listens to the Bad Advice Show and makes another million dollars off of something we said. Who do you think is the most unlikely celebrity that listens to the Bad Advice Show? Regina King. That would be. Ooh, would that be amazing if I meet her one day and I, I, I'm being all lovey-dovey and telling how much I respect her work. And then I lean in to give the hug goodbye, she said, and Chip Gordon. <laughs> I go, <gasps> I think, I honestly do think Smokey Robinson listens to us, but he does it hate-filled. He's, uh, he's always shining his revolver as he listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that Chinooka video was just so much. <laughs> Those that don't know, if you want to laugh for a good 15 minutes, listen to Smokey Robinson try to pronunciate Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Chinooka, everybody else, my Jewish friend. <laughs> I don't even know what Chinooka is. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Smokey. Oh, you need a better team, Smokey. <laughs> I've never heard it pronounced. And like, are those done live or are they edited? No, those are done. Not live. They edited. Somebody put it up afterwards. Yep. I edited all my Twitter videos. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure somebody watched it. Was like, eh, this nigga already went to sleep. Let's just post it. Oh, I. You know what I really enjoy about being a comic and traveling? I get to laugh at so many celebrities. And I get to do it in peace when I go to restaurants. Oh, God, I love this level of fame. Any, anybody else? You get to sit by yourself? I'm only saying that because I went and visited Rome down in D.C. and I did a show. And Mel, let me tell you, we cut up. Being to Rome when we get together, it's like uh, best friends see each other for the first time. I'm t- Hey, in, in my defense, Mel, I didn't cut up. Gordon... <laughs> Cut the fuck up. Gordon was on stage just 
smashing. Just, I'm like, oh man, this is great. I'm watching this nigga like a proud father. Oh, look at my nigga out here just doing the damn thing. And then he got to the end of the set. Everybody was settled in. They was laughing. At him. He was like, and guess who gives the best head? I was like, oh no. Oh no. And you know who his number one was? Of all Don't the people, ruin it. Don't ruin it. I, I'm not going to ruin it. All right. I'm, I won't ruin the joke. I won't ruin the joke. But he picked somebody. I was like, oh, you motherfucker, you. Yeah, man. DC didn't appreciate my head joke at the end. You always got to leave them wanting more. Yeah, they wanted more therapy for you because this nigga was. And then he, <laughs> then he told him, ah. This is on y'all. Was it like a top five? I'm curious of the format. Yeah, yes, it was. It was, a, it was top five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When a new album comes out, you'll see it, and you'll know the joke. You'll point like Leonardo DiCaprio sitting in a chair. I'm, I'm sure I will. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I was wrong. You don't know this, but me and uh, Mel have been doing our stand-up comedy book club, where we're watching. We're, we're watching different stand-ups and talking about it. Y'all excluded me from this. I didn't notice that you're doing this on that other thing. No, 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 no. Like we want you, in, we want you included, but you got to do the, you got to do the legwork. You got to watch these specials, even the yeah. bad ones. Yeah. Even the bad ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh. Boy, we watched one. I'm not gonna say no names, but ooh, that Joyce. <laughs> Is this supposed to be shitty? So, Rome, she took an eight-hour break from the special. <laughs> I had to. If you cut it off in the middle of somebody's setup, that's when you know shit has gone wrong. I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to finish it. It's like a bad Because book. I needed to know if it ever got better. Like, mm-hmm. I needed to know, am I going to laugh once? No, I did not. Mm. It was it's like bad. a bad book. It was like yeah. impressively bad. I bet it was shot beautifully though. Oh, dude, that's the only comment that I was able to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazingly, yes. Like the aesthetic was dope. So I'm like, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing don't match. This is crazy. The sound was pristine. The visuals was clear. Oh, somebody mm-hmm. took their time. Somebody thought this out, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody, that director paid money. Did his jo- that director did his job. <laughs> you ever been doing a you ever been working for someone shitty but you still do a great job Hell yeah. I wonder if he was in the background just listening to them jokes throwing up yeah just vomiting I'm pretty Every- sure you- <laughs> what you about to say I was just gonna say every 37 seconds just block block <laughs> I ain't got no more. Please stop. Please stop. We got 45 more minutes. Blah. Oh, man. I, I aim to be a director one day or direct some, some of my friends' specials. And so I know what directors and the photography talk about during sets like that. It, it is quite phenomenal because they'll literally be like, yo, get a type on a comedian, even though it's bullshit. Instead of doing their craft, knowing in the hell that this don't need to be shown to anybody. Nobody should see this, but since they will, yeah, let's get let's get get right up on his face right here for this bad joke. Yeah, I'm actually got it. I'm actually on IMDb because I worked on a couple of people's specials. Nice. Yeah, that's that's so wild. If you Google my name, it is just the wildest thing that come up. You ever Google yourself? Never again. (laughs) If you listen to the show, don't you Google me either. (laughs) <laughs> Mel, you ever Google yourself? I made that mistake before. Oh, oh, what was the mistake about it? You didn't want to read it, or I think what other people think of me is not really my business. Ooh. And if you can't say it to me, then why am I looking for it? Oh, Mel, are you dropping bars? Is I don't know. Good? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Am I? I think um, you are. Speaking of any of your damn business, I would like to say this. I am happy to say that Brittany Griner is home. And for those that haven't been watching news or sports or know anything, Brittany Griner has been released uh, from the penal camps in Russia 
and is home safely with her family, which I thoroughly enjoy. I have no other opinion about it. I don't care what your opinions are. I'm just happy she's home. Happy she's home. Mm. As am I. I would be happier if y'all would stop making weird strap comments. What, wait, that would, yeah, that would. <laughs> Not y'all specifically. I don't mean y'all. I mean the, no, but, the, the yeah, population I know what you mean. at large. There's a way that people, and I won't just say people, I'll go specifically and say cis women Ooh. talk about gay and particularly gay masculine women that yeah. I don't fucking like. It's weird and uncomfortable and low-key predatory. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. That shit is whack as fuck and knock it off. That's a person. Like, come on. It's so wild that the shit don't affect you, but you feel like you still got to add your two cents to it. It's just weird to, it's just weird to watch. There's just a, there's a way that gay women get sexualized by other women that it has a nasty connotation. I don't like it. Do you think they have a secret fetish that they are repressing? I think people like attention. Ooh, and okay. outlandish comments get attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. outlandish. Outlandish always sells. Always, it's always 30% off. You know what I'm I, you know what I'm happy about with us? We're not a podcast group that wears shades while we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am coming to you live from stacks of boxes in the garage. I have on no shades. I'm sipping whiskey in a darkened room. And uh, I don't have on a gold chain. I'm in front of my professional podcasting equipment, but I too have no shades. (laughs) And I am coming to you live from my apartment where my neighbor Eerily hasn't been playing any breakup music, which is, it's got me concerned. It's got me very concerned. Has she no been playing any music at all? Yes. She started been, she started up on Mary J. Blige three days ago and then it stopped. And now I'm, I'm concerned because like silence is good, but now I'm worried. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> I don't like that going straight from Mary J. Blige to no music. It's usually Mary J. Blige the gospel as you begin to heal. Yeah, yeah. So silence is not good. That's just, she's just over there ruminating on shit now. That ain't good. I've been playing, oh, dude. I've been clapping back with my own music. Anita Baker bounce music from New Orleans. She's a wild choice. Mm, Dude, I got to cheer her up somehow. (laughs) Bring it back. Yo, I would love some Anita Baker bounce music. Giving you the best that I got. And then wobble with it, wobble with it, wobble with it. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be in New Orleans on the 17th of February. Oh, she is? If you have a chance to go see Anita Baker, put your rent off, put your car note off, whatever you got to do. Go Mm -hmm. pay for it and go see her. I saw her in concert and a nigga cried. I'm sorry, Sarone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had both hands in the air like Fred Hammond was up there, motherfucker. No one in the world can hold you. Nigga, no tears. Can I love you like I do, baby? I was crying and singing at the same time. Just snot. And I also- felt all the love. And speaking of music, divas, classic icons, sending prayers for the Queen of Jamaica, Celine Dion. Yeah, she has a a neurological disorder. Yeah. What? Yeah. She 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 recently announced that she's got a neurological disorder, and this is something that will, it basically ultimately turns you into a statue. No. It's called stiff person syndrome. Oh no, I don't yeah. like yeah. this. I don't like this at all. None of us like out, it. Sending out all the prayers. Everybody, all the praying grandmothers put on their hats when they heard this message because she ain't been number good to us and we want her to heal. Oh man, now y'all got me about to play some Celine Dion after we get off the podcast. You got to. 
send one up for. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. Thank you. Wait, did you say Jamaican queen? Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, you did. Do you know how serious Jamaicans are about Celine Dion? <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. What? I have no idea. My friend. I have no idea. Gordon, I'm with you. I have no idea why. <laughs> My friend, familiarize yourself. Why am I laughing about that? <laughs> why am I picturing someone in a mesh tank top? <laughs> Dirty so whining. <laughs> <laughs> so my heart will go on. Yeah, yeah. It don't make any sense, do it. Uh, and it's all coming back to me. And it's all coming back. Back to me now. Oh my God. That's one of my favorite songs. She ain't put you out know? no bad songs. She's going to give you a tune. Oh, she can give you a goddamn. She won't give you a goddamn song. I don't care where you hear it at either. You like that's a goddamn Celine Dion right there. You could be in Bed Bath and Beyond, just picking out towels, and then you got to stop for a minute. You're like, wow, that's my girl. I don't know and why you you stand there and listen to the whole song, holding towels. I don't know why the visuals you're painting for me is so hilarious. <laughs> Because they don't fit me. They don't fit my physique. They don't fit my upbringing. I'm a home goods guy. I like home goods. In mm. a TJ Maxx sometimes. Nah, you know why I can't go in there? Too many knickknacks. And knickknacks <laughs> in my bank account do not get along. Oh, baby, I love the knickknack. You have no idea. I believe it. That's the first bad advice I have for you. List shit that you cannot stop yourself from buying, whether that be black angels, mm. figurines, Mm -hmm. Or whether that be candles, or whether that be rooster or uh, uh, statues, whatever it is that you can't stop buying, what's keeping you in home goods at all times? Yo, what is with the rooster statue? So many people have them. I got them in my house right now. <laughs> Wait, what? Mel? <laughs> is that not the name for a rooster? It a is. It is. <laughs> What's wrong with saying cock? No, stop, stop. Stop it now. Cock is a regular. You know what it is? It's so ridiculous saying it. You know what it is? I don't really? like, sorry. I don't, like, I don't think black and Spanish women or any brown women should say cock. It just, it like, I've never, oh. It's something about a... cock that sounds inherently oppressive. Yes. It does. Yeah. Just feel like you're gonna be coerced into some shit, uh, <laughs> and whatever it is, you ain't gonna enjoy it. I feel like cock was made up by a man. It's specifically like the type of man who gives himself a nickname oh, and yeah. to catch on, mm -hmm. because there's no reason for it. Yeah, this is my cock. No, it's the fuck not. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the um what's the fancy word for all uh, for word history etymology? That shit don't line up. It don't line up at all. It ain't got no basis in Latin or none of the Romance languages. It's just there. Cock. I've actually stopped the hookup because a woman said, I like your cock. And I was like, no. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, mm -mm. Not, not here. Not now. Not ever. Was she from the mountains of Caucasia? Yeah. She was definitely going to have you on interracial TikTok. Yep, yeah. And I left. And I left. <laughs> You're definitely gonna be on interracial TikTok. Is it bad, age babies? It, it, is it bad that I tell a white woman that pursue me? There's no way this could work. <laughs> yes, Gordon. It's terrible. You've never dated white women? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, no. I keep it strictly. You, you gotta have melanin to date me. Got it. A surprise from the whore. <laughs> uh oh. Requirements. <laughs> Standards and deviations. Right. <laughs> wasn't listening, wasn't expecting that tonight. I've had people ask, and I'm just like, nah, it's not gonna happen. It's just like I when I come home from work, I need to complain about society. 
and I can't look at the society that's oppressing me. <laughs> You're gonna miss some important parts that I really need you to catch. <laughs> it's some shit I'm not gonna want to have to explain. Mm. Coming home to a colonizer. How was work? How was work? What these mother? Oh, never mind. <laughs> you know what this white What did this white bitch do? Uh, you ain't gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my man cave. <laughs> it's just not. I don't know. I need to relate on certain. There are just certain things I don't want to have to explain in a relationship. And for anyone that's listening, and you're if you're in an interracial relationship, more power to you. I believe that you are in a great, healthy relationship. Just for me and my ways, I can't do it. I can't do it. I got to come home and be like this motherfucker. <laughs> if you're listening to me, I don't have a problem with interracial dating, and I don't have no problem with white women. It's just that, as I say on stage, it's still a misdemeanor where I'm from. So I can't, it's illegally can't do it. Oh, man. That's crazy that like in certain states, it's still against the law to marry interracial. Those laws are still in the book. Yeah, but it's superseded by Virginia versus Loving. Loving versus Virginia. Loving, yeah, Loving versus Virginia. I got to watch that movie. I think no, you a don't. white person once. <laughs> I mean, it was Say the what? 90s. So Wait, you said you dated, I dated a white person once. It was the 90s. You was trying all kind of stuff in the 90s. Yeah, man, that don't make it right. What? I tried whippers in the 90s. That's <laughs> what I was supposed to. But it was a very, it was a very, we went on a few dates and it just didn't really pan out. Yeah, I hear he was you. Very, he was very nice. It was nothing uh, against him or anything like that. It just... Y'all were just sitting over Long Island Ice Teas. You were like, this ain't going nowhere. It was, I just, at ways that I needed to connect, I was not getting that connection with a white person. Mm. And different people have different needs. I think there are people who are suited for interracial relationships. And I don't, I think there's got to be a way where we can honor that, make room for that, accept that, whatever. Hey, but also honor and accept that there are people who are not like I'm not offended when I see black men who maybe don't date black women or don't but because I don't want anybody to feel obligated to be attracted to me. Different people have different upbringings, so go with go with whatever your upbringing allows. You ain't got to be offended. You ain't got to be offended. I'm offended for you because I had a discussion with a comic one time, and he was like, "It's just that I just don't, I just don't get along with the black guys." You know, right? I'm like, "No, nigga. no, <laughs> I don't know." As a matter of fact, because it's definitely a you thing. I'm not saying there isn't sometimes some bullshit mm-hmm. around it, but you sometimes just don't there care. is absolute anti-blackness that's rooted into that. But if you're not checking for me, what I'm gonna do? Make you check for me? Exactly. I hear you. I feel the same way like when it's like we had this conversation about weight and not dating whatever. It makes you this. Okay, maybe it makes you that but I'm really not that pressed for somebody who doesn't, who's not feeling me. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see more space made for that somehow. And not to say that there's no white angel out there for me. I'm just saying, I'm not looking. (laughs) <laughs> like I think my my one of my friends was like what if the man the universe has for you is white and I'm like I don't think that's earth too and that's not where I'm at so I think I'm good I just don't see that type of connection happening I would have just said Lord works in mysterious ways that's that's for altar male that's not me yeah this is not like my the like when I go down my list of wants like my I want to be in a relationship with somebody who's black mm. I'm, we just lost the four white people that was listening to our show oh yeah we're we're doing big in Sweden right now <laughs> well we were and so I, I don't <laughs> think they were here to date me so I think we still gonna be fine yeah. well they were here to date Gordon and that's all well Gordon say he Gordon say his white angel might be out there so see 
you might be out there just you just got to put on a good presentation and be able to understand when I come home from work, I need to complain about white people for 15 minutes. At a minimum. At a minimum. And if I'm going could... to the Dollar Tree on Saturday for no reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's just something I need. And if I do date a white woman, there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You will have to wear a bonnet. <laughs> but why would she have to wear a bonnet? She's not black. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't care. I need a bonnet in my life. Oh my! I need you to wrap you your hair before you go to bed. <laughs> this nigga can't sleep unless your hair is wrapped. <laughs> if I don't look over and see a skull, I can't. I can't relax. Yeah, yeah. We will be a matching bonnet and do-rag couple. Jesus. Yo, I'm going to be so mad when I come to your house and she open the door with a goddamn bonnet. I'm like, you fucking got that on I'm going to smack the shit out of Gordon. I'm letting you know right now. Get that fucking bonnet off my head. I told him I don't want to wear it, but he demands. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you out of here, Katie. You need to go back home to Minnesota because this is not Get your life shit, McKinsley. You <laughs> <laughs> just shit. You, you are doing too much. Oh, you got that's that, my that straight ass hair underneath that bonnet for no reason. You making your shit worse underneath the bonnet. <laughs> that's my piece of bad advice for this episode. Get one of your white coworkers or white friends a bonnet or a do-rag for Christmas. <laughs> white elephant gift. <laughs> Do it now. In a jar can too. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So silky. Can too be that. Mm. Yo, do you realize how ridiculous a white woman would look with a head full of can too? <laughs> <laughs> she look like a cocker spaniel. Oh, yep, yep. It's about that time of that podcast. <laughs> oh man, I, I thought like I was someone that was gonna flip out. Yep, I know people listening to this like, where are they gonna go wrong? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> All right. All over tonight. Yeah, that's true. All right, Christmas is coming up. Let's talk about some holiday stuff. For those that don't know, UPS, FedEx, all parcel services are back the hell up. So if you want to get someone a gift and mail it to them, the time is now. Right now. Today. Yeah. And don't be mad if the box is all smashed up because they're doing a lot of services. Yeah. You don't no need don't be complaining about the shit because they got to kick the shit out of these boxes today. <laughs> They throwing these boxes from off the second story, trying to get them in these trucks on time. Oh my God. I used to work for Amazon and I just not, I got to say this, yo, fuck anybody that orders weights of any through Amazon. <laughs> the dumbbells and barbells. Yes, bro. Like that shit is ridiculous. There's no reason for you to order weights, just go to the store. Go to the store and buy the damn thing. Don't have me try to lift a box that looks like two pounds and it's 110. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. Oh man, have you guys ever seen 110 pounds come down off the slide? <laughs> no, I can't I say that I have. Sounds like it'd be fast. Ooh. When you see that little box coming down that slide and it start picking up steam, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and are you responsible for stopping it? Yeah, you got to stop it so you can pack it. Ooh. Oh, my God. It is the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you really want to fuck up an Amazon person's day, fucking order weights online and have it delivered and they will hate you forever. They'll mark your house with a scarlet letter. <laughs> Fuck this house. Blood on your post. Oh, man. So are you guys more into the holiday spirit now or less now? What? Where are you guys at right now? 
I'm into it. I put my tree up. I am. I, I'm elfed out. Ooh. Are you doing that? Are you doing that elf on the shelf shit? Nah, I'm not doing nothing that costs me money in or time. <laughs> I'm just full of the spirit. I'm doing Mel. all free shit. <laughs> Mel, are you familiar with the elf on the shelf? I am familiar with the concept. Yeah. Did you and your children do no. elf on the shelf? No. No, but I didn't. We didn't. We celebrated Christmas, but we weren't hardcore into it because that was okay. like me dipping my toe into holidays. So I'm, I've never been particularly great. Especially when people aren't around. It's just me. So I'm kind of yeah. trying to get into the spirit, but you know, I have had my hot cocoa bombs though. So that's nice. Oh, what do you Ooh. put in your hot cocoa? Just milk and cinnamon. And uh, then the bomb. Uh, this nigga uh, was going to say whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, wait, Ooh, is man. that the liquor for hot cocoa? Uh, uh, I'm, you could do I'm whiskey a or rum. Or I'm a is a good one. Yeah, fireball also for a splash of cinnamon if you're into that thing. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like... I don't like flavored cinnamon like that. I like actual cinnamon okay that's because mm-hmm. artificial cinnamon is fucking a thousand times more potent than it needs it's to be so mm-hmm. weirdly intense it's like mm-hmm. the person who's trying to convince you that there's something they're not oh exactly bitch. okay like we heard you <laughs> stop screaming at me it's nasty Yo. You remember when you would ask your great granddaddy for gum and he give you big red? You have to act like you want it. You go around the oh corner and spit that shit out. Oh, like the layer your eyeballs peeled off chewing that shit. Yo, that shit had a hold on black southern men. I don't know what the advertisement game was, but it had a hold on old black men in the south for years and years and years. It took us I, forever to get on juicy fruit. I had to just. <laughs> get on the, I was a big red chewer for years because everybody in my family apparently hated children and that's the only gum they used to have. Yeah. Oh, like why are you giving me the pepper gum? That shit got bear mace in it. <laughs> oh man. Uh speaking of holidays and we holiday should ask our, we should ask our audience what is your least favorite Hearst candy or gum. Ooh. We know it's we know it's church season. What's the least favorite thing that y'all gonna come across in a purse? Okay, I'll tweet it out right now because I'm anxious. <clears throat> I'm anxious to hear about it because we've all had bad experiences. Because the first mm-hmm. time your grandma gives you a butterscotch to be quiet, you like, oh, this Ooh. is oh, I'm gonna show out now because this is not candy. What this y'all is like old bu- people? You don't like now. butterscotch? You don't like butterscotch? No. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. Me. That was elite. Like Like when you, everybody, anybody got peppermints. Mm -hmm. You get a butterscotch when you have arrived. Yep. (laughs) Anybody that got butterscotch literally had a Cadillac. Butterscotch people always got Cadillacs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they come with the car. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like butterscotch though. That shit tastes like sharecropping to me. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. But I also. They taste like shit. Oh my god! No, because it was if it was an option between the the strawberry and the strawberry wrapper and butterscotch. Mm. If you gave me butterscotch, mm, I'm finna show out in church now. Now, what, what is that candy that is like? It's a strawberry swirl. It tastes like a smoothie, but it, it's oh cream just, flavors. Yes, they don't yeah. make those anymore. Oh God! I, I want one. love cream savers. Yo, they had to stop us. They had to stop us. It was getting too good. It was too powerful. <laughs> Big peppermint shut that shit down. Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Lobbyists, fucking paying off politicians, assassinations, cutthroat shit. Yeah. All right, all right. So, what, you want to get guns off the street? No, fuck no. Get cream savers off the street. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing Mondays. <laughs> I like the picture of the three of us as lobbyists. <laughs> oh, man, we would look good at business casual up there trying to get shit off the street. 
Right now, I would get any kind of Hennessy infused food off the market. Oh, oh. oh God. If you got That's... if you are the type of nigga who misappropriates the title chef and pours Hennessy. Over food that's already cooked, I want your ass locked up. Anybody who uses elevated for anything, count your fucking days. We coming. coming for you. Coming. So, Ro, you just touched on the subject Mel is very passionate about. She hates. She hates IG and Twitter chefs. <laughs> I hate them so much. I hate him so much. See that tipsy bartender nigga? Work camp. Work camp. Yeah, I, want internet. That, I want that nigga traded the opposite way for Russian. <laughs> send him and send somebody else over back over here. <laughs> Give us a Russian and take him. What is this crime? He put Hennessy over wings. <laughs> He put flapjacks on top of a cocktail. He has to be stopped. And no, not pancakes, flapjacks. Flapjacks. Oh my God. I yeah, can't stand go, that man. They go heavy with the liquor and they also go heavy with the heavy cream, which I did not know everybody yearns for heavy cream. Like why is everyone putting heavy cream and shit? So sometimes you have a look at some of those recipes and look at them putting together and like they photograph well but you think mm, I feel like that tastes chalky yeah I feel like I'm gonna get up mid mid meal like mm, gotta go move this this is gonna be a beautiful piece of mid yeah because beautiful. some of the consistency and I'm not saying that there isn't there isn't delicious food that photographs well because yes. because there is but certain dishes aren't very conducive to like a static presentation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so like when your sauce is able to like hold form in a picture, that's because that shit is thick. It's not mm. edible. It's na- like, I don't want to say it's nasty, but it's not, you know. If you put your fork in your fork in there and they stand straight up yeah that's stiff baby that's it's hard <laughs> <laughs> that rule got muscles <laughs> yeah all right mac and all cheese right. be looking like a brick third piece of bad advice shame an internet chef that you hate <laughs> and I love them all with the love of Christ but uh. Oh, my God. Y'all got to go somewhere. Preferably a work camp. Oh. I'm talking to you, tipsy bartender. Oh, and don't get me started on that one with oh. the hips. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not even going to touch it. You need to be locked the fuck up. I almost bought that cookbook, and I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Beat your ass. Please just call me and ask me to walk you through something. It was early in the game. It was early in the game. He was getting a lot of retweets. And I was like, oh, you got a cookbook. Why not? <laughs> My God. So we got, are we going to, let's see. Yeah, we're going to hit it again before Santa comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just, so we'll, next time we're going to talk more about show. How, Yeah, we got one more yep. show. We're going to talk about Santa, how Santa gets everything done in one night. Yeah. So this is the process. Ooh, ah, speaking of Santa, I gotta I, I, bear with me, guys. I need to speak to the white masses that we still have. Listen, countries that listen to us England, Sweden, uh, Tanzania, I see you up there in Mexico. We have a problem in the Americas, and it's called SantaCon, and I'm tired of the shit. <laughs> I am so tired of SantaCon. I need the shit to stop. I saw your Instagram those... post, and I was waiting for a rant. Mel, they are the reason why COVID won't go away. Imagine a whole bunch of drunk people from the tri-state area going bar hopping with no masks, no coats, dressed as Santa and Mrs. Claus or elves, 
getting drunk in bars, touching everybody, breathing on everybody, being assholes. I know it smells crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Like, I had a show last night, and I totally forgot it was SantaCon, because I try to avoid SantaCon at all costs. Oh, I got to say this. Shout out to all New York bars and New Jersey bars that kicked out anyone dressed as Santa during SantaCon yesterday. If you showed up dressed <laughs> as an elf or Santa, they kicked you the fuck out. There's like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. We don't want to be part of you. I don't know what you're about. Absolutely not. You can leave, sir. I said good day, sir. I like it. Do y'all got do y'all have SantaCon down where y'all are? Hell no. Oh, good. Good for y'all. Some Southeast niggas are robbing shit out of Santa. I mean, you trying to get somebody to die in heat stroke? It's Fair like enough. 73 degrees. 73 degrees here. Mel, they come from as far as Boston, Connecticut, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York. They all come down and converge on the city. And it is the most ridiculous thing. I hate to say this. I saw someone dressed as Santa fingering Mrs. Claus. In the street. In the street. There were children present, Mel. <laughs> In the streets of New York City. Yes. Mm. Mm. How do you explain that to your babies? <laughs> you don't. You just apologize for taking them to New York. That's Sorry, baby. We're going to get on back to Oregon. This is not what I, I'm so, The daddy did not think this through. Daddy got to check this calendar. And otherwise, you wouldn't have seen this shit. That's on me. That's on me. Oh, man. Your fatherly apology is epic. <laughs> Bro, I got five kids. You know how many times I had to apologize? Is there anything frivolous that you have ever apologized about? Yeah, I apologize just tonight for not spreading peanut butter on the graham cracker the right way. Cause she saw it, she was like, "I can't eat this." I was like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I spread the peanut butter that way. Let me go get you another one." And then you just fix the way you spread it. I just walked around the corner. Well, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had to apologize for something frivolous with your kids? I'm always apologizing for some shit. <laughs> Sometimes it's because I'm always doing some shit, but I'm always. <laughs> like is it not it's not their job to be reasonable right yeah nah. so sometimes you just it's not even about being the boss I just want everybody to shut up just like you know I just want peace I just want peace in my house so if I have to apologize because you didn't know that I wasn't going to tell you that blah, blah, blah wasn't coming on TV. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. You ain't know that. <laughs> Let's just, better luck next time. Like I don't, being a parent was a tricky thing for me though. So okay. I was going to break in and say how my mama apologized to me, but I don't want you niggas to get uptight. Sarone, <laughs> we're already here. Like you like literally. <laughs> It's like we're at the airport and we're already at the gate. Just let us board. <laughs> nobody, though, nobody can give you a more fucked up apology than your mama. There's oh, my mama, my mama gave me a fucked up apology. It was beautiful, though, because it was the most she was going to give. My mama rolled up to us and she just looked at us. And it was the last 16 years all in her eyes. She was like, I never wanted to make my problems y'all problems. Oh, so, so I'm sorry. And Aww. I was like. 16 Christmases. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. That was it. That was it. At least was she it. ain't make it your fault, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's all you're going to get. Especially from older black people. Ooh, Lord. My granddaddy hit me in the head with a hammer accidentally one time. <laughs> I have definitely gotten beat for getting hurt. Because I shouldn't have been in that particular place. Yeah. I was coming. He was nailing. 
he was nailing a molding around a door frame and I ran through the door. He swung down, hit me in the top of the head. I woke up four hours later and he was like, intro. He's like, hmm, what I tell you about that running Ryan shit? I was like, I'm sorry. He like, well, I ain't mean to hit you. You all right? All right. Janet gave me a panic attack one time when I was in like elementary school. She meant to call my brother who was in another room, but I'm sitting right next to her doing my homework. And I guess she was mad at my brother because he did something fucked up. So he just, she just yelled, Gordon! And I just, I'm like, I'm right next to her. And it scared me so bad. <laughs> I had a panic attack. And then she was just like, you all right, nigga. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about, and I can say this for me as a mom. It's just something. Pride is a motherfucker. And it'll make you yes, say it some is. shit. And you'll be like, mm wait a second did I fuck around and make this about me mm-hmm. <laughs> yikes <laughs> I'm an uncle and I do that all the time oh shout out to my niece she's getting better yeah at gambling I refuse to answer that question <laughs> okay I don't know what your end goal is for this young lady so I don't, that's why I said it like that I want her to put down the gambling ways but also I'm happy that she knows how to organize and run a business that is a crime ring, Gordon. That's <laughs> not that's not it's, a business. It, it still takes patience. It still takes mm. consistency, management. She's learning good skills, but yeah, in a weird call, way. That's why they call it organized crime. Gordon. Yes. If the transcripts of this show get subpoenaed for a RICO investigation, I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys won't have to go to court. I'm not going to stop it. You guys won't have to go to court. I will I will gladly go get my baby. What do you know about the Silky Jr. crime ring? I don't know shit. Silky Jr. You're locking up. You're locking up people for knowing math? (laughs) (laughs) No, we lock a hole up for for hiring 16-year-olds to beat up 12-year-olds. Oh, oh, that happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah, it, get, it gets tense from time to time. Ooh, man. Debts need to be paid. They, they, you gotta pay your debts. I don't care if you like the Jets or not, just pay what you owe. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you for picking your father's team. Yeah, yeah, stop gambling on the Jets, guys. Stop, yeah, because she'll take that bet every day of the week. <laughs> I'm going to take the over for the Jets. Okay, sucker. You sure? <laughs> all right, all right. All right, let's end this on a good note. What should we close on? Do we have any good notes left? No. No, because we progressively go down the rabbit hole of fuckery as we do yes, our we show. Did. Yeah. So oh. I don't know if we got any good. I'll end it with this. On, I'm throwing G- Gordon Palooza, which is my birthday comedy show. There will be a DJ. There will be photography. There will be comedy show. And um, I need you guys not to judge the date. What's the Actually, date? It's January 6th. <clears throat> Oh, you. Listen, my birthday is right? the 5th. Yes. Mm-hmm. The venue only had that date open. They didn't have the 5th open, so they offered. It was like, hey, surprisingly, January 6th open if you want it. Man, fuck them fucking people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, re- I'm reclaiming the day. So Gordon Palooza, January the 6th. Ooh, that sounds weird. <laughs> Forever tainted. I'm gonna do my best to try to reclaim it. I'm gonna do my best. It's gonna take a lot of work, but yeah. If I can make it, I'll make it up there for you. All right, cool. All right, Mel, you got anything coming up? Where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitter machine, the Instagram machine, the TikTok, the Gates of Mel. The O is a zero. You can also find me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Resistbots Instagram with the midday mug where I talk about petitions and current events 
And you can find me every week on the Resist By Podcast, wherever you're listening to me here. You can also listen to me on the Resist By Podcast. We had a really dope episode last week. It was talking about accessibility issues at the University of California, but also how so many universities get away with being non-compliant with the American with Disabilities Act. And when I say so many, I'm talking like over 90%. So great episode, definitely check that out and look into how they get away with it and how we can help. So again, that's the Resist by Podcast. And yeah, that's where I'm at. All right, Saron, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me, big week coming up, me and Salonius <laughs> Monk, December 14th, we got the Virginia Funny Bones, 7.30 show, 6.30 doors. Get your tickets for that. We really need y'all to come on out for that. And then December 15th through the 17th, we're doing five shows at the D.C. Comedy Loft over there off of 23rd Street. And uh, you can find us doing our thing, man, for the whole weekend. We're looking forward to seeing y'all. Mm. Love D.C. I just had some great oysters while I was down there. They were a dollar. Nigga. What? That is that is not the thing you get a deal on. What the fuck was you eating dollar oysters for? It was a happy hour. They normally were $3, but like it was a dollar. It was a good spot. I actually um, got hit on. I got hit on when I was there. You probably season. was hallucinating. <laughs> in season, I don't think that price is too bad. Still Thank a little you, less than what I'm, what I would comfortably pay for. Yeah, but... yeah. I had some nigga try to get me some oysters out of a bucket one time. He was just walking the streets. I was like, you get the fuck out of here. Okay. okay I probably would trust him before I trust an oyster <laughs> house. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> Many a day I have bought seafood from the roadside. Oh. I'm not gonna. Oh, yeah, no. They, they just went and caught it. Mm, that's different. That's some farm to table for that ass. Oh, I was man. in Tallahassee, though. Man, I can't wait to go to New Orleans. Yeah, now. you should have. Tallahassee, that's on the panhandle, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, it's that's in the Gulf. Yeah. Hours hmm. from the beach. It's an hour from the beach. Hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's okay. Bad. You that's... kill yourself if you want to. <laughs> Last piece of bad advice go to an oyster spot for the, ap- the happy hour. It was delicious. They described it as earthy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> See what I'm saying, Mel? <laughs> next week he's gonna have his asshole on the chest and next to him yeah, yeah. and we're gonna have to deal with that a mess a mess alright All right, thank you for listening we appreciate it make sure you support our Patreon that's Patreon backslash bad advice show where you get early episodes and then you get an extra episode with that other thing with Gordon and Mel breaking it down for y'all so we appreciate y'all listening and we'll see you soon and if this is y'all's first time listening if you're first time listening go back and listen to last week's episode we had Balonius Monk on last week. It was hilarious. And I'll give you a preview for the show coming out this week. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon. Get some oysters.